Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. It is the leadoff on 610 Sports Radio. I'm Brandon Kiley. Ben Alpert helping us out on the other side of the glass. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at BK Sports Talk. Always get involved in the show on the Protein House. Eat with a purpose text line at 69306. But right now we are going out to the leadoff hotline to talk to our friend, Jim Nagy, he is the executive director of the Reese's Senior Bowl. He is a ESPN NFL draft analyst, and he's a former NFL scout. You should be following him on Twitter. He's at Jim Nagy underscore SB. Jim, how are you doing this morning, man? I'm great. Good morning. Good morning to you as well. So, Jim, the reason why I've wanted to have you on is because you had Juan Thornhill at the Senior Bowl, and a few days ago you said on Twitter – that you thought Thornhill could have been the 11th Senior Bowl first-rounder and that the Chiefs haven't had anyone with his center field skill set in a long time. Tell us what you think the Chiefs are getting with Juan Thornhill, the safety out of Virginia. Yeah, well, they're getting a really good football player, bottom line. Uh, he's, he's really versatile. So when I was looking at Juan in the fall, um, really felt like he could have played some corner. Now, when these guys get down here, we suggest to the coaching staff uh, this year was the Raiders and the Niners, kind of what they got, what the players' position flexibility could be, and then it's up to them how they want to use him during the week. So he did not take any reps uh, outside at corner. Did not see him as an inside inside corner, more of an outside only corner. Um, but he didn't rep there during the week. But just watching this tape, I thought he had a chance to do that because he's long. He's really good with his technique, and he can play the ball down the field. So in uh, you know in a press man scheme, I thought he could do that, but. From the safety position, he's got really good eyes. He puts himself in position to make a lot of plays. And like I said, when he's in position to make the plays, he usually finishes. So um, kind of that instinctive center field ball hawking free safety that I know the Chiefs haven't had in a long time. When I was there uh, working for the team, Kendrick Lewis was a super instinctive guy, um, good football player. Juan's just got a little more range. He runs a little better than uh, runs better than Kendrick did. I know scouts sometimes hate when we do this, so if you don't have one, that's perfectly fine. But do you have, in terms of his playing style, a comparison for fans as to what maybe they could be looking for this fall? Um, yeah, I, fans do hate that. Because, <laughs> um, you know, it's like media guy. I've talked to some guys in the media now that I, now that I've gotten out of the NFL. I, you know, I've asked a couple guys, why do you make comparisons for everybody? Right. And it's because they're they're whoever they're working for requires them to do so. As scouts, you really want everything to line up. You want the body type to line up. You want the play style to line up. You want the, you know, the tape and the skill set to line up. So, um, you know, off the top of my head, I can't really think anything. But he is a guy that they're going to be be able to play in the middle of the field. Um, and let him read the quarterback, and he can he can get outside the numbers and make plays to the boundary. So, just having a center fielder that can get back there and, and have range um, and make plays on the ball, and you know, Juan's a bigger guy too. So, if they needed to drop him down and play him near the line of scrimmage, he's got some flexibility that way as well. But um, like when I said, he could have snuck in the first round. Um, I truly believe that based off his talent. 
And, uh, you know, there was some late buzz from teams calling me the week of the draft. I was on the, I was on the phone with a lot of teams and buddies around the league, and they were trying to get a feel for where guys were going. Um, and it sounded like Juan did legitimately had a chance to, to creep in there at the end of the first round. We're talking with Jim Nagy. He's the executive director of the Reese's Senior Bowl. He does great work for them. Uh, Jim, one of the guys that you had down there that also ended up on the Chiefs was Colin Saunders, the defensive tackle out of Western Illinois. He had a big week down there. I know he got a lot of buzz from that, especially coming out of a smaller school like Western Illinois and being certainly a lower-level recruit when he was coming out of high school. What do you think the Chiefs are getting in Colin Saunders, and what can he bring in year one? He's at least going to be in that rotation um, with Derek Nottie and Chris Jones. I think you know he's a great addition to that team. I, I've spoken to those guys in Kansas City. They're really excited about Colin, and they should be. It's, I, I literally only watched six quarters of tape before I offered him. Um, I don't have – we don't have the luxury here. Our draft is in November, so I don't have the luxury <laughs> of sitting and grinding seven games on an FCS player. Once I once I saw he was good enough, I I stopped there and, and sent him the invite. So, uh, you know, really athletic, uh, explosive, disruptive player, always is on his feet. It's really hard to get this guy in the ground. Um, he's got some violence to him, which is, you know, on game. He's a really bubbly personality off the field. I think the Chiefs fans are going to love Colin. Um, but when you, when I saw him on game day, I went up to him right before kickoff just to uh, dab him up and wish him good luck. And, man, he uh, – I know some younger listeners won't understand this reference, but the dude had the eye of the tiger. He was ready to roll. So, uh, you know, he's just – he's a really locked-in football player. And uh, I love the pick. I really thought that Colin had a chance of going early in round two, middle of round two. I find it interesting that you say that because that is something that Brett Veach mentioned as well. He, he, when he had his post-draft press conference, he was excited about all the picks, as all of these GMs are. They, they, love, they love whoever they end up with on their roster. But he was specifically excited about the fact that he was able to get Colin Saunders in the third round. He said he had a second-round grade on him and that it was just too much value at that point, even without necessarily having a huge need at the position to not be able to grab him. Um, Jim, one of the guys that you did not have down at the senior bowl, but I'm curious if you have been able to at least look at, look at some of his film is Mecole Hardman. The chiefs traded up to get him, uh, in the middle of the second round. Some have said he's a Tyreek replacement. That seems like lofty expectations for anybody, regardless of their skill level. But have you been able to look at Mecole Hardman and what do you think that the chiefs are getting in him? If you have. Yeah, I had to look at me. I had to circle the wagons, um, uh, earlier in the spring, once I once I took that job with ESPN, I had to go back and do a bunch of you know all the juniors that I hadn't looked at for the senior bowls. So yeah, I looked at Nicole. I really thought when the Tyree Kill news was breaking that the Chiefs have to be careful not to, not to just go and, and draft a fast guy to be his replacement because there's a lot of fast guys out there. There's very there's very few Tyree Kills walking this planet. He's a not just a fast guy but an incredible football player. So. Uh, but Miko was a guy the league was quietly um, really high on. You didn't hear Miko's name as much in the media, but I know there was a lot of teams around the league that really liked him. And the first thing that jumps off is his acceleration. He is he can he can go from zero to sixty uh, in a heartbeat. So um, good hands. You know they had a, they had a guy at Georgia there a couple years ago, Isaiah McKenzie, who the who the Broncos picked, and they used him in the slot. Miko um, is just a much more natural catcher. 
um, longer arm guy for, for a slot. So he brings a lot to the table, and, and depending on what happens with Tyreek, uh, I think there's going to be a role for him right away. I wanted to ask you about one other player that you did have down at the Senior Bowl. He was not a draft pick by the Chiefs, but he did come to Kansas City as an undrafted free agent, and that is Mark Fields, the cornerback formerly of Clemson. I he, he was in and out of the lineup there. I know there were some questions that some have asked about whether it was attitude or getting along with the coaches or whatever it may be off of the field, but you saw him up close and personal down at the Senior Bowl and it seemed like he had a good week down there. What do you think that the Chiefs could potentially be getting if everything's right off of the field with Mark Fields? Yeah, I think you covered that that pretty well. Um, he was a kind of a late call-up for us. He had a really nice week down at the NFLPA game. And so uh, we had a corner bail on us really late, like the week before the game with an injury. So uh, needed a replacement. And Mark was a guy, and he didn't play a ton at Clemson. He was basically a sub-package player for them. But, uh, you know, he was, depending on who you talk to, and I'm, I'm, in this, I'm in this crew, I thought he was the best cover player in the senior class in the southeast part of the country this year. So um, he's really natural cover player, um, really good athlete. You know, his dad played in the NFL. He's got great genetics. He tested well. He came down here and covered people all week. So, I thought for sure Mark would get drafted. Again, there were some things that probably prevented him from getting drafted. Um, but the Chiefs got a draftable level talent. And uh, it's going to be an interesting battle with the guy that they, that they did pick in the sixth round out of South Carolina. Um, gosh, his name slipped Rashad me right Fenton. now. Yeah, there you go, Rashad Fenton. And he was uh, like they were really in the same boat for me. They were really close on our board. Um, and I really wanted to bring Mark down here. It was more of a favor to the league because um, the teams had a lot of questions about Mark's, uh, you know, his football character. And so I really, and Rashad was more squared away. I think the league knew Mark, or knew, knew Fenton a little better. So part of my responsibility in the game is uh, I'm trying to bring guys down here to the league, still trying to figure out. So that's why I brought Mark instead of Fenton. But uh, that should be a really nice battle for the uh, back end of that roster. Final question is we're talking with Jim Nagy. He's the executive director of the Reese's Senior Bowl, and you can follow him on Twitter at Jim Nagy underscore SB. The big draft pick, quote-unquote, that the Chiefs had this year was not a guy that they selected in the draft, but rather the player that they traded for in Frank Clark. If he were in this year's draft, Jim, where do you think he would have ranked among the pass rushers? Like, what... What kind of a talent, what kind of pro, uh, production are you expecting for the Chiefs to get out of Frank Clark this year? He's, he would have been the best one in the draft. And it's, to me, it's not even a, it's not even a consideration. Um, I thought the best one was Josh Allen at Kentucky. And Frank is, uh, you know, Frank's more explosive. He's more physical. Um, and he's more relentless than any of the guys drafted at the top of this draft. So, they, uh, I thought that was a great pick for both sides. That the Seahawks, after they paid Russell Wilson, probably weren't going to be able to pay Bobby Wagner, Frank Clark, and Jaron Reed, all three of those guys. So they had to make a decision. Um, for them to get a first round pick was, was great. And for the Kansas City Chiefs to add a player like Frank Clark, um, gosh, for, for, you know, a late first round pick, to me, that was a no brainer. I was with Frank for five years in Seattle. He's, uh, he's really heavy handed. He's, he, he's technician. He kind of has some tambahali to him with his hand use, but he's, he's just more violent as a rusher. I think that uh, the Chiefs, Chiefs have had a lot of good pass rushers. They've never had a guy quite 
with Frank Style before. Um, I know Chiefs fans are going to appreciate how hard this guy plays and how much juice he brings to the team. He is he is a junkyard dog. Like I, I put something on, posted something on Twitter. He is going to make everyone on that defense around him tougher and play harder. So, and he's a great player. So that was uh, I thought that was a great addition by Brett Beach. There were some reports that came out that the Chiefs think he can be a potential defensive player of the year candidate eventually, and that they think he's the second best pass rusher in the league right now behind um, Khalil Mack. Do you see that kind of a potential from him? Uh, yeah, I mean, I put Von Miller in that conversation too. But, yeah, right. Um, but no, Frank. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm telling. I'm telling you, like Frank. Frank in that class with with Nick Bosa, and, and I mean, it's not. I mean, some some players, you know, when you when you get in debates and draft rooms about certain, you know, this guy versus that guy, um, you you can have some pretty heated debates. That's not even a that's not even debatable for me. I think that Frank Clark would have been easily the best pass rusher in this draft. He's Jim Nagy. He's the executive director of the Reese's Senior Bowl. You can find some of his work as well now on ESPN as he's an NFL draft analyst for them, a former NFL scout, and he does great work as always. You can follow him on Twitter at Jim Nagy underscore SB. Jim, we always appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. You bet. That's Jim Nagy joining us here on the leadoff on 610 Sports Radio. He's one of the best in the business, man. He's been doing this a really long time. He worked for the Chiefs, as he said. He was a scout for them. Now he's doing fantastic work down to the Senior Bowl. He knows these guys that the Chiefs selected better than anybody that you're listening to in the media right now because he spent a week with them down there at the Senior Bowl. So I was interested to hear kind of his perspective, both specifically on Juan Thornhill and Colin Saunders and then Mark Fields as well. Highly recommend. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.